0: Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well today as you join us here in the Life to the Fullest podcast. It's a real blessing for us to have you, and we're just journeying together through life, through faith, and everything that God has in store. I'm just really excited to share with you some things that have been in my heart lately as I've been praying and thinking about life. And today in the gospel, we hear about seed and Jesus planting, and he's out there on the Sea of Galilee, and crowds are gathered, and people are all around you know, a lot of times we're around a lot of other people there are big crowds and parties family gatherings especially during summertime graduations and a lot of different events and it makes me think about you know times when we have an opportunity for us to share what's on the depth of our heart, but also to make an impact on other people. And we have here Jesus was out there on the boat, and he was out by the sea. And the crowds are gathered, they're dispersed, and on the the lawn on the seashore, just sitting there and they're listening. And he's talking about the parable of the sower, and how all these people and things have happened, and that the seed falls on different types of soil. And we know how it goes, and That the crowds are there and they're listening and in the parables that the sower goes out and sows and that some seed falls on different kinds of paths and different kinds of ground. And on the first path, the birds came, they ate it up, then it falls on rocky ground and there's little soil and it springs up and it's not so deep and, you know, the sun rises and it withers the seed. And the plant, rather. And then there's a lack of roots, and, you know, when it's sown amongst thorns, it grows up and is choked out. But then on the last, it's falling on rich soil, and it produces such a great fruit. And this called to my mind because when I was praying and reflecting upon things, I thought to myself, there is really one way that we get closer to the Lord and to one another. It's through relationship, and it's through building it on prayer. And Jesus talks about this seed that fell on rich soil, it says, produce fruit a hundred or sixty or thirty fold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. And when we're hearing this message, when we're thinking about where God is calling us in our life, where we contemplate and we prayerfully reflect upon where we have been and what God has helped us to traverse through, the many happenings and our life, the things that are deeply on our hearts, and those desires that we have, and the people we want to connect deeper with. One way to God and to the heart of other people is through prayer. And, you know, oftentimes people will ask or wonder, well, what is prayer, and how do I pray? You know, I I don't know how to start, or where to go, or, you know, is there something that I shouldn't be asking God of, or what might be silly to ask Him? But really it comes down to spending time and just thinking and just reflecting and just being in the presence of the Lord. There really isn't one right way per se. You know, and a lot of times people think it has to be so formalized and there is such beauty in formal prayer. There's a lot of graces that could be had through it by saying things like the rosary and really intensely praying upon the mysteries of the cross of jesus's life of those that are suffering and what we're going through whether it be through the glorious times and triumphant things that are happening in christ's life and we can reflect upon the joyous occurrences in our own what we're grateful for or in the sorrows the things that we're facing that's truly difficult those dismal moments those valley moments where we're full of despair where we're really carrying that cross and we have nowhere else to turn and and that's the sorrow that's the suffering christ the wounded jesus there's so much to be said about this in prayer but when we think about it you can pray at any moment at any time and i think god gives us this great gift this great grace and the soil that becomes rich that really will produce abundant fruit is tapped into when we pray. When we take some time out of our day, the day to day could be certainly very taxing. There's lots of tasks that we have to do, things that we have to make sure take place, so that way we can continue to move forward and progress, and take care of our family and responsibilities that we have when it comes to the work place and all the other things that we have on our plate, but. If we take some time, doesn't even have to be a lot of time. It could be just five minutes or maybe even ten. You know, at our uh, local parish, one of the mottos has been lately, just take ten, ten minutes a day, whether it be in the morning or at night or maybe five minutes to bookend each part of the day. Just reflect. Just pour out your heart to God. Just sit there and listen. There's so many ways to pray. We could pray with the scriptures, of course. There's ways to reflect upon what God is teaching us and explain to us, like here in the gospel with the parable of the sower. Or it can happen when it comes to you know calling to mind the people that are on our hearts, those who we care about or concerned for. And it doesn't just always have to be an ask of God in terms of, you know, helping this person to get better or well, and those are extremely important prayers. But there's always time and moments in our life where we can just sit and be with the Lord in front of the Blessed Sacrament, you know, during adoration or to go to Mass, the greatest and highest form of prayer, because it is in receiving the body and blood of Christ that we are transformed, we're made new. And Jesus lives in us again. He's alive in us. And that takes deep root and will produce that great soil and fruit. So that way we can go out into the world and be Christ for others. Be his hands and his feet. And that leads us to that next form of prayer. Acts of service. Going and spending time with the poor. Being present and encountering the risen Jesus in other people whether it be someone at a hospital who is sick or it be someone on a street corner who is having a hard time or be someone in your own family who's lonely or a friend that needs uplifting there are so many forms of service acts of charity the corporal works of mercy the list goes on there's so many ways to pray and i think that's why saint paul talked to us a lot about prayer and he said pray without ceasing now obviously this is not possible to go around and just saying formalized prayers all day but there is a time and a place for everything there there is a reason and season for everything under the sun and when it comes to prayer when it comes to rich spiritual growth when it comes to spending time with the lord that will produce abundant fruit in our lives Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3 Life, we're devoted to sharing life with you by journeying together. We believe in self-improvement, growth, and impacting the lives of others. Our four pillars are deeply rooted in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Spreading love, positivity, and the good news of Jesus while growing to become the best version of ourselves is what we strive for. We believe in obtaining greatness and desire to empower people as we work together to share this platform and God's love with those we encounter. Be sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Keep living life to the fullest. As we continue to journey through this time with each other and we think about prayer, think about the things in your life right now where maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious or worried or or afraid. Maybe there's something that you're going to have to take on, a, a new job or a new situation. You're moving or you have something coming up that's kind of bothersome, maybe troubling you a little bit, causing some kind of stress or anxiety. How do you deal with that? You know, we could talk about it with other people. That's really important. And certainly a relational experience when it involves others, whether it be in our family or a group of friends who are going to go through that similarly. We can seek wise counsel. That's really good. But are you turning to God? Are you asking Him for that guidance? Are you seeking the wisdom and the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Are you tapping into the one who loves you beyond everything, who knows what is best for you. And I think that's why Jesus, whether it's something that we're going through, something that we're going to have to face, whether it be something that's troubling or something that we just want more clarity on. We want a greater sense of direction. Where is my life going? What should I be doing? How should I be living? What fruits and what blessings has God gifted me with so I can go out and produce more for building up the kingdom? Because if we have that on our mind and on our heart, if we're relational with God, if if we look at Jesus truly as our best friend, it's going to be a lot easier to pray. You know, it doesn't matter. You could be driving in the car. I do that often. And you're just talking to God. You're conversing with him. He wants to know what's on your mind and what's on your heart, no matter what it is. And there's nothing too silly to share with him. Or it could be in a really deep prayer when you're at mass or you're at church and It's just you and the Lord there. could be another time when you're in nature and you're going for a hike and you're just talking to God. You're calling things to mind and heart. And you're just relaying to Him what is there. Just spending time. When you think about your best friend that you spend the most time with, what do you do with them? And you know, it's important for us to understand and just think about when you're with your best friend, oftentimes you don't have to say anything at all because you're comfortable there with them. You know, there's not much that you have to say you could just be. And I think prayer, at times, we can just be. And by just being, it actually impacts our heart. We allow God to work on us. We can actually open up our ears and our hearts to listen to what he has to say to us by being still and knowing that he is God and he is there with us. And yes, it is relational. And it's a friendship. And I recently wrote this book, and and I have to thank my cousin Hunter Anderson who illustrated it. And it's been just a beautiful project and just a great experience. And it's called Jesus Loves You and Is Your Friend. And I wrote this book for kids because I wanted them to understand how much God loves them and his friendship with them. And that Christ is there to journey with us through it all so they can learn about the Lord's life, what He went through in His humanity and in His divinity, and what the beautiful blessing of faith and the church is for us as people of God, so they can have a fun and creative way. And it calls to mind, really, for us in our own personal journey, that that's what it has to be. It has to be a friendship with the Lord. Yes, He is my Lord and Savior, and I want to tap deeply into this prayer because I want to have a relationship. I want to deeply know the one who created me and created the universe, who put the stars in the sky and the seas in the ocean, who made everything from the beginning of time and loved me and you enough to give us the breath of life and this opportunity to live here on this earth And then when our time is up to call us home to spend eternity with him, that's prayer. Prayer, a friendship, a relationship, a journey. See, it doesn't have to be overly complex. we think about Jesus as our friend, instead of looking at God as this, you know, judge on the throne, he is, but he's not sitting there keeping a scorecard, so to speak, and looking down upon us. But he opens up his outstretched arms. You look at the cross. He opens up his arms and he wants to embrace us. It's like when a little child is lost and maybe they couldn't find their way. Maybe they were shopping at the mall with their their parents and something happened. They took a wrong turn and they're scared and worried and nervous and they don't see that familiar face. They don't have that physical touch. But then when they see their mother or their father who they're with, Those open, outstretched arms embrace them and take them in, just as they are. And that's what Jesus wants for you and I. And that's what God the Father has created us for. He's created us to have relationship with Him. And that relationship doesn't end here. It actually doesn't end ever, because it's eternal. And that's why there's so much to invest in prayer, because it does something to our hearts, it does something to our souls, it carries us on and gives us sustainment you know nothing else in this world will give us that true lasting joy that inner peace but relationship with the Lord will and for those out there who are unsure of how to do that or where to start just begin whatever way that you feel that you want to you know it doesn't have to be sitting down on your bedside again kneeling and and saying rope prayers If that's something that you feel inclined to do or that could help you by all means But this is just an invitation of God to open up your life to Him. And maybe it's starting by, you know, jotting down the things that you're grateful for, the people that you are thankful have come into your life, and the experiences that you've had, the blessings that you have received. And then maybe it's on the other side thinking about the things that are troubling you or you're facing difficulty with. Maybe there's some kind of struggle that you've had for a long time. No, offer that up to God. Offer at the foot of his cross and know that he is there and he wants to receive it and he wants to see it through. He understands everything about your life and he knows you better than you even know yourself. And that's why entering into this deep prayer is so important. But when we look at the scriptures, we can see that Jesus has taught us how to pray. And when we look at the Our Father, we understand that the fruits of this prayer really come to form. You know, Jesus said, Our Father, who art in heaven, calling to God, the Father Almighty, who created everything, who is there from the beginning, and will always be there because there is no end. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Call on the name of the Lord because he is holy indeed. Thy kingdom come. Yes, we know. This earth is not how this journey ends. This is just the beginning. It's just a blip, a little speck on the radar screen. It is important. Absolutely. But we won't be here for that long. But we were made for something more and that is heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Your will, Lord, be done. That part of prayer is probably the most arduous, the hardest. Takes the most humility. Humility we think about god's will not our own will but when we submit to god's will not in a way that's just like i'm going to do whatever and i'm a slave and you know being constrained but we submit freely there's real freedom in that because god is going to direct our path he's going to show us where to go and how to do it and he's going to line up the people and the things and the opportunities that we need to really carry it full and to the fullest term. We can have truly life to the fullest, but we have to surrender. We have to give him our heart. When we give him our heart, he opens up a life to us that we could have never have imagined. Thy will be done on earth, here, now, during this journey, during the ups and downs, the mountain and valley moments, the things that we're going through at this very moment. And in heaven, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, today, this day, our daily bread. And God's going to give us everything that we need to sustain us, to keep us going, to help us on, as long as we trust in Him. Trusting. Trusting for those things, that nourishment. And that's why, again, it's so important, if you can, to receive the body of Christ, to receive the Eucharist, the life-giving bread, Jesus, the one who came down for us, who wants to live inside of you and inside of me, so that way we can be filled with his grace, his love, his passion, and his ability to transform our hearts so we can go out into the world and to love as he loved. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, forgiveness, As we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgiveness is so important. It's part of prayer. We have to ask God for forgiveness. And we have to forgive those who have maybe done things against us. Who have wronged us. Because in that mercy, in that merciful love, we grow closer to the Lord. We become more like Him. And then we can love as He has loved. So forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. See, there are going to be temptations in life. There are going to be things that come to our mind, or the enemy might be trying to attack us, especially when we grow closer to the Lord in prayer. This is a reality. But God is going to help us and give us a way out. He's going to give us a way. He's going to help us, because He is the way, the truth, and the life. And He only wants to see us Be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And that comes by receiving Him and allowing Him to work in us, through us, and to flow from the graces that He's poured out for us. This happens when we love. And love is built on prayer because prayer is relationship, it's communication, it's spending time, and it's the willingness to do what God really asks of us because He knows what's at the very epicenter of our hearts. The Life Till the Fullest Podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God, leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3Life on social media. So when you're sitting down and you're ready to pray, when you're ready to reflect, when you're thinking and you're contemplating things in your life, understand that there are many forms there are many ways to pray and God is asking us to just open up our hearts open up our lives open up our very selves to everything that he has in store for us open up the scriptures listen listen to what God has to say to you do your best to invest in something that is more than just in the here and in the now but will last for eternity it's in prayer. It's in relationship. It's in a heart-to-heart with your Savior who loves you, who died on the cross, who poured out His blood. Because blood is the color of red. You know, when I talk to children about Jesus and how much He loves us, kids understand when they see graphics of heart, it's red in color. And oftentimes they wonder, well, why is it that color? Because red is the color of blood, and blood pumps through our veins the very same blood that Jesus shed on the cross is the same blood that you and I have and he is the lamb that was slain but he is the one who conquered death and he gives us life and because of that life we are here now on this earth and we are to share with him eternity take effort put some time in yes it is like the sower the one who goes out into the field. You have to till the soil. You have to work it. And sometimes it's going to be hot. And that sun's going to be beating down on you. Sometimes life will drain you and take everything away. But you've got to still stay the course. You've got to plant that seed deeply in the soil. And understand that God will cause the growth. Sometimes, again, we are the people who are asked to pray for others so we can water that seed for other people. So that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus through acts of service, through love, through reaching out, through inspiration and encouragement. So that way other people could feel God's love and that their heart might grow closer to Him. And at times people are going to do that for us. And we never know at any moment the angels and the saints that are with us on this journey. They're helping to carry us through. That we can ask for the intercession, especially for those like the Blessed Virgin Mary who knew Jesus' heart, who understood prayer, and who is with him through it all at the foot of his cross. Because then too, we shall carry on. And we carry on because we have a God who loves us, a God who is willing to be there through it all and wants to see us not only have success in this life, not only have a life that is full and abundant with great joy and great peace, but also to be able to withstand cross and the suffering the heartache and the disappointments because he's going to be there through it all this journey is way too hard to do on your own and with other people by praying you know where it says where two or three are gathered in my name there i am also how true is that when we unite with each other when we come together the community the church that's what it's about it's about being together it's about communal efforts It's about doing things as one. And in that, prayer is part of it. It's about relationship and building upon that rock, that very beautiful, rich soil. So that way, Jesus can take roots in our heart and he can lift us up. Prayer, the one way, the gateway, to get closer to the Lord, a relationship with him. So the challenge this week is just to try it to take a few more moments, a few more minutes. Maybe it's in the beginning or the end of your day. Maybe it's at mealtime. Maybe you could start incorporating it because these are habits, habits for holiness, habits to grow closer to the Lord, to grow deeper in relationship with him. And it will give us greater peace. It will give us a greater sense of purpose, meaning, why we are here and what this life is all about ultimately it'll help us to stay focused on what we're made for and that's to be with the lord forever in heaven so my hope this week is that you'll take a little bit more time to pray that you understand that we could do this in a many many ways by going to mass and church by being present in the lives of other people by sending a text messages to others to say hey i'm praying for you or i'm thinking about you now i'm lifting you up god bless you by doing some acts of service, by lifting up your heart, by taking some moments to unplug from technology, social media, to just spend time with the Lord, to receive Him in the Holy Eucharist, so He can become alive in you. He can renew your heart and transform your soul to be more united to Him. So that way He can live through us. And by living through us, we draw closer to God and... We love as He loved, because that's what this is about. Prayer leads to relationship being built. Relationship with the Lord leads us to have a heart and a thirst for other people, to have a real concern and desire to bring others closer to Him, to seek out ways to lead souls to Christ, because we are all on this journey together. And remember, every person is valued loved and cherished by our Heavenly Father. God bless you and let us pray. Dear Lord, I just ask that this week we spend a little bit more time in prayer, that we give our hearts to you, that we lift up ourselves, that we spend more time with you, that we build this relationship and that we understand and know that the power of your Holy Spirit can help and lead us and guide us in all things. That you taught us to pray, that you taught us the Lord's Prayer. You taught us how to just give ourselves totally to you. Help us, O oh Lord, to not seek our own will, but your will for our lives. Direct our paths and help us understand that your ways are higher than our ways. When we're facing the cross in our life, give us the humility and the grace, as well as the strength to carry that cross, to know that in the suffering we draw closer to you. Give us hearts for you, O oh Lord, and help us to always want to spend time with you, because you desire to be there with us, for us, with us, and through us, and give us eternal life. God bless you, and have a great day. For EF3 Life, I'm your host, Dan Jason. This has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to check out more episodes, my books, like Fire Burning Within, and other resources by visiting ef3life.com. And make sure to follow me on social media at ef3life. As Jesus himself said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. Keep crushing it out there and know that there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.